Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, Treatment of the Pastor. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael teaches about the responsibilities each one of us have toward our pastor and his responsibilities to the church. And Pastor DeMichael does an excellent job at approaching the subject not in a way that's self-serving, but in a way that simply explains what the Bible has to say about it. If you would like to hear this message again or any other message by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Take your Bibles and turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And I don't, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a sports fan. I'm not nearly as uh, worked up about it as I used to be, but I remember my dad said to me one time, it was uh, 1971, I was 15 years old, the Chicago Blackhawks uh, blew a 2 to nothing lead in the seventh game of the Stanley Cup Finals. And uh, I sat there by the radio, I can't believe this, crying. And my dad came up to me, and he really got hot at me. He got mad. He said, son, so let me tell you something about those bums. I mean, you remember that expression. The old timers calling, you know, those guys getting upset with their team and calling them a bunch of bums. That's what they used to say. And he said, let me tell you something about those bums, son. He said, if you died tomorrow, not a single one of them would go to your funeral. And he's right. And he says, you can root for them and you can follow them all you want. But he said, if I ever see you crying over them losing again, he said, you're going to get it. <laughs> That's what he told me. And he was right. He was right. And the truth is, most of those people are just one-dimensional people. Uh, they're very good at something... Uh, very demonstrative, maybe sports or entertainment, but a, a lot of them, a lot of them are a catastrophe when it comes to regular life. And so, keep God first, Amen. Keep God first. Uh, and and this might come as a surprise to a few of you. Even though he won last Sunday, Tom Brady is not God. Okay, let me take it a step further. Tom Brady did not die for your sins. Okay. Just want to make sure we all understood that. Because I told you last week, that whole game uh, wasn't about two teams playing each other. It was to find out if Tom Brady or what's the kid Mahomes' first name? Patrick Mahomes, to find out which one of them is God. Okay, So they settled it as far as the world is concerned. But as far as we're concerned, God is still God. Amen? God is still God. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. And uh, we ask you now that you lead and guide. Uh, Father, I would be the first one to admit this isn't the most exciting subject in the world, but it's a necessary subject for us to look at. In Christ's name, amen. All right, we've worked our way down to verses 12 and 13 in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's take a look at it. Verse 12, the Bible says, And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and to be at peace among yourselves. Uh, this is an oft avoided portion of scripture by preachers. Uh, for the same reason that preachers oftentimes skip preaching on giving, 
Uh, usually when you see the ministry, you think of guys, a lot of your televangelists have the reputation for just spending all their time talking about money so they could stay on the air to talk about money to stay on the air to talk about money. You ever heard those guys? All right. And then there's a tendency for pastors especially to shy away from it, uh, shy away from giving because people are liable to say, well, you're just preaching that, you know, so you can get more money, which, by the way, is a really mature response, you know. But it's effective. Remember this. The devil is an accuser. And he's been using it for millenniums. And you know why he keeps using it? Because it works. Okay? So at the risk of, of, of talking about this, because I, I am going to be the main subject here in these two verses, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say what God's Word says, and I'm going to do my job. Amen? And uh, first of all, I'm going to tell you, I, I'm not going to say for one second that I think I'm the perfect pastor. But to be honest with you, outside of the Lord Jesus Christ, I haven't met the guy yet. So here we go. So he says in verse 12, And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. All right, now notice the first thing. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you. I'm going to bring this out simply because I'm not sitting here pining away for people to get to know me. In fact, to be honest with you, it's part of the ministry I don't like. After standing up here for 30-something years and preaching, there's probably very little you don't know about me, warts and all. And uh, honestly, I, I would rather have it otherwise. But you know what's odd? There's a, there's a lot of Christians that aren't faithful in church or don't stay in church or they get mad at the preacher or the leadership of the church. Are you ready for this? Because no one has bothered to get to know me. Let me do some simple math, okay? I'll start right here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. Three rows, twenty-seven people. I got a long way to go, don't I? Okay, let's come on this side of the aisle. One. Okay, do you know what the average church member in America has done? He's turned the first part of this verse upside down. It's become my job. Brother Marshall's job, Brother Doty's job, to run around and get to know all of your preferences, your favorite breakfast cereal, your favorite teams, what we should or shouldn't say from the pulpit, etc. ad infinitum, ad nauseum. Okay? Now, again, I, I'm not sitting here pining away, hoping that, you know, all of you will ask me out for lunch next week, which, by the way, logistically wouldn't work. But I'm simply saying Christendom has stood this on its head. And that shouldn't surprise us because the last church age before Christ comes back is called Laodicea. The rights of the people or the people rule or it's all about the horizontal mentality, not the vertical one. So he says, he says, we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. So to admonish. 
Now, again, that's not always a comfortable thing. Uh, I am not a personality that naturally likes controversy. Now, that may not always appear to be the case, but I'm not. Uh, I'm the kind of person, and I think most of us are like this, that want other people to like us. I don't get up in the morning and say, Lord, please help me to make some enemies. But when you admonish people, you're going to make some enemies. And you know what, folks? If I don't admonish, I'm not doing my job. I'm not doing my job if I don't admonish. You know, we live in a day and age, and and I believe there's a, a great number of people here this morning, maybe every one of you, that is the exception to this rule. But in America, it's it's become du jour to want to come to church to just have the pastor, the preacher, whoever, just make me feel better about myself. Why do you think Joel Osteen fills stadiums? Okay? Why do you think Joel Osteen fills stadiums? Because it's all about you. Fact of the matter is, God exists for you, not the other way around. And, and, and I'm not trying to pick on him. I just think he's, he's the embodiment in, in, our, in our current time right now of that mentality. And folks, hey, don't misunderstand. I, I don't go to church wanting to come out feeling lousy. But I go to church hoping that God will speak to my heart and straighten something out that isn't right. And uh, Brother uh, Holton was uh, teaching Sunday school this morning, and God dealt with my heart about a couple of things. And, and I'm grateful for that. Because, uh, folks, I, I don't know about you, but I'm sure you're no different than I am. I have a natural bent to get off track. And I need to be admonished. I need to be exhorted. Sometimes I need to be rebuked. And so there's part of the job. Look at first, first Timothy chapter 5. He says, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord. And uh, look at first, first Timothy chapter 5. And first Timothy chapter 5 and verse uh, 17. The elders that rule well. Uh, Let the elders that rule well be counted uh, worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Treatment of the Pastor by Pastor DeMichael. Pastors face a great deal of spiritual hardship And across the country, it seems like we hear all the time about pastors who have decided to quit the ministry because they feel that it has simply gotten too hard and they don't have the support to continue. However, as a member of a church, we can play a part in helping to encourage and pray for our pastor so that he can stay in the place that God has placed him and continue to minister to people. And whether or not you attend church, if you are listening today and are unsure of your eternal destiny, then we encourage you contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church or visit our website at tvbc.org and we'll gladly help in any way we can. As mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information or find us on YouTube and Facebook. 
We also have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45 and a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m. And of course, all the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 p.m., which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and the Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.